Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, nerds, and welcome to the Engadget podcast. I'm your host, Terrence O'Brien. Joining me to my left, managing editor, Dana Woolman. Buenos dias. Ah, you're getting all fancy and international mm-hmm. on us, huh? You've been yeah. studying? I took uh, 12 years of Spanish. Really? I know how to say, say good morning. That's, 12 years. Yeah. That's oh, wow. learned something. Pretty yeah. impressive. Literally all I know how to do in Spanish is uh, call people really offensive things and order food. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Covers a few bases. Yeah, yeah. The, the most important things. By the way, that other voice you hear is reviews editor Sherlyn Lowe. Good morning. As much as it pains me to say this nice haircut. Ah, oh, thanks. Yes, uh, uh, not last week, but the week before I was editor in desperate need of a haircut. I am no longer that. Um, now uh, I'm just editor in desperate need of sleep. Uh, okay. Well, that's all of us, I think. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty consistent thing, I want to say, across the board. Of all of us. We're, we're usually pretty sleep-deprived for one reason or another. The upshot, at least, that we have had a long week, which means we have a lot to talk about. But yes. oh, yeah. it, it's been a busy week. It's been crazy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so do you want to just, like, jump right to it? Mm-hmm. Um, let's start off the week, as we do every time, with Flame Wars. Uh, for those who don't know how this works, we are going to debate the biggest topics of the week. Dana and Sherlyn, you are going to have 20 seconds each to make your opening statements, at which point I will offer you a brief rebuttal. At the end, I will declare a winner based purely on the strength of your arguments, and I will remind our viewers and listeners that this is purely an academic exercise and not necessarily a reflection of, your, of these people's personal opinions. Although, that will not stop me from attacking them as such. When do you not attack us, honestly, with your face? Wow. You know, Just being honest. You're really like she's going, going all hard in. today. <laughs> Be careful, Dana. She goes. Might she goes pretty hard in general, but I'd I'd get your uh, get your fists up there, Dana. She might get, she's not going to with me. No, I'm really no. not. I'm really <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm, I'm really worried now. I'm like no. Also, that's how you know Dana is sleep deprived is that she dropped Drops an f bomb in yep. like the first five minutes. Yeah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Um, so let's. Let's start with the most fun and probably uh, controversial one because let's 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 like go hard right from the beginning. Oh, okay. Um, let me pull up my timer first. So Edward Snowden is officially asking to be pardoned uh, for his leaking of NSA documents to the press. Um, I'm just going to let Dana go ahead and start making the case for why he should be pardoned. The policies, um, the U.S. policies over the past three years, changes to U.S. policies have already confirmed that Snowden deserves a pardon. Um, Congress has taken action. Obama issued, um, called together an independent review board, which um, confirmed or backed up a lot of Snowden's, um, I'm not very articulate. (laughs) Ah! 
that was an easy one, guys. <laughs> that wasn't too bad. That was pretty good. Oh my god. You actually seemed prepared Finally, for that. Finally, someone who's like long, more long-winded than I am on these things. Hashtag free Snowden. <laughs> I all right. I guess right. it's two seconds. Sherlyn, <clears throat> I'm gonna lose. Don't don't get too. Look at Dana's face. Oh my god. <laughs> Terrified, like <laughs> okay. All right, why should Snowden not be pardoned? Academically, um, <laughs> Snowden. <clears throat> you can't argue that Snowden has broken the law here. He he has, you know, leaked all these documents that were classified. Classified. He's basically leaking stolen documents too. And the first course of action I question was why didn't he go higher up to his employers or whoever's above them? And also, I question timing of this. This movie's coming out soon. <laughs> And I'll rebut later. Okay. Can we have time too for like, with a little bit of time to say more things? Yeah. Well, you get your brief rebuttal now. Yeah, Terrence. This is, this is now you. You've had your twenty seconds. I got to hit my buzzer. I feel accomplished. And now we can have. <laughs> okay, like a good. Because I have more to say. I go ahead, Dana. All right. So it did. In addition to changes in policies and tacit acknowledgments from Congress and Obama himself, former Attorney General Eric Holder admitted that Snowden deserves a pardon. Um, a formal pardon itself would be the last admission, the last formal admission that Snowden, um, Snowden's actions were morally and eth ethically correct, even if they didn't follow the letter of the law. I, I question as, first of all, can we just say Dana picked all the Picked all the pros and cons this You this can bet I was the kind of kid who cheated at Duck Hunt, too. <laughs> Go right up to the screen with the gun. Dana just went the, the easy way. This, let's be real. This isn't... Shoot down Sherlyn's points. Oh, God, man. Yeah. I'm already on the losing end of this, but anyway. Um, but I want to say, she also brought up a good point that the timing of the pardon is kind of questionable because, you know, Snowden's biopic by Oliver Stone is coming out this week. And ACLU announced Monday that they were going to start working on asking for his pardon. And then Snowden himself came out and asked President Obama for it. Um, the reasoning itself is kind of flimsy. He's saying that, you know, a, a pardon is reasonable because the law was, uh, laws sometimes are made in error or something. I, I've, I don't know the whole entire argument that he's making. Um, I mean, that's the gist of it. He's ba basically, he's saying that um, the pardons exist to create exceptions right. for the law where perhaps morally or ethically it might be in the wrong or that particular conviction might right. be in the wrong. And that's fair, but it's also like, why is that the reason and why is it now, like, why did you wait so long if that was the exact, nothing has changed, right? If that is the reason, it's not changed since the very first day he leaked the documents. I also wonder what a pardon's going to do for him, like what he can come back into the U.S. and then be prosecuted by, not prosecuted, but like chased down by the people who want him dead like harder and easy like makes him easier to find I guess well I mean let's start Dana with this idea that you know the timing does seem kind of cynical I mean he's had all of these years to formally seek a pardon and it just so happens that he's going to ask the it, week his movie comes out it's somewhat cynical but um at this time maybe not specifically this week but at this time Obama is not up for re-election so he doesn't need to worry as much about pissing anyone off I mean he hasn't I, been up for re-election for the better part of four years now this is true um um I can't argue with that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Um, you handed that to me on a platter, kind of. I kind of did. No, I can't speak for the timing. <laughs> yeah. But I can say that pardons exist for cases like these. Um, a convicted mass murderer, mass rapist is not going to get a pardon. Pardons right. really are meant for people like Snowden, um, whose wrongdoings perhaps fell into um, 
a gray area where the um, uh, the morality of their actions didn't necessarily overlap with the illegality. And that's not a very elegant, elegant way of saying what I mean, but point is... He did it with good intentions, is what you're saying. And with net positive results for the nation and the world, and with zero evidence that any individuals were harmed as a result of his disclosures. So I have one more question for you, Sherlyn, before I kind of make my there. judgment here and I declare a winner. Um, do you not think it's at all odd um, that they would continue to refuse to pardon him at this point, considering that President Obama has pardoned far more people than any president before him. I forget the exact number, but it's a pretty stunning margin um, at this point. I mean, and granted, most of those are low-level drug offenders, but it's clear that he doesn't have issue with the idea of pardoning criminals in general. Well, I I don't think Snowden has openly asked for a pardon in the past, has he? Um, that I'm not sure of. So. I'd have to double check. I mean, he might have off... Off, you know, handle. This is at least the most concentrate. Right. This is at least the most direct effort. I don't know if he formally before. has, but has yeah. has said that he's remained hopeful that he can one day come home and right. not have to, um, not have to be tried. Mm. Right, and I think that was like in an interview with I think it was John Oliver or something. But um, so I don't think that it's a, it's a continuing. Uh, refusal to pardon, right? I think Obama could definitely make his choice now, especially like Dana said, given that he doesn't really have to worry about re-elections anymore. Um, I also wonder, I also agree that compared to like drug dealers and and a lot of different types of offenders that have been pardoned, his so-called, what he, his offenses um, aren't as terrible. He hasn't harmed anyone like Dana said, but it's also a precedent, right? Like that they will be setting in that what other what are other whistleblowers going to do? It encourages kind of bad behavior. Your first step shouldn't be to leak to the press and this might signal to other people in the future that if they have a classified document, the first thing they're going to do is go to the press with it. Mm. I really don't want that to happen. So I'm going to admit this is kind of a tough one on, on a personal level. I don't know what I be- believe, honestly. Oh it's God, really if you're going to pick Dana, I'm going to kill you. Um. <laughs> I see a D, and I don't know if that means draw or Dana. I think we know what that means. <laughs> it means Dana. <laughs> oh I'm going to get murdered later. Um, oh. Ultimately, here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Is that you were too unsure of yourself. Oh. You should have just gone all in from the beginning. And you you waffled a little bit. You had it out on me. This is me. this is this is a debate competition. All told, the idea that you are not good at role playing conservatives um, <laughs> might <laughs> the right wing might be a, a compliment that for you. Depending that pause on was a little too long. <laughs> I was like, wait, what do you mean, larping or? Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go all in for the next one. Yeah. You just, okay. You just gotta. You just gotta act like you believe. I don't want to be a belligerent dude. Girl. I think this you next one. You don't want to be belligerent. No. You. You told me my face <laughs> was an attack on you at the top of the how show. How is that not belligerent? That's rational. It's how she says hello. Yes. Um. I think this next one. You'll have. Oh, man. You may have an easier time. It, it will be easier. Yeah. Okay. There are more co- uh, d- real pros and cons. Yes. Here. That's very real. Okay. So this next one, our second topic is about Link NYC mm-hmm. and their what 400 kiosks they've set up around the city to provide a Wi-Fi hotspot and other services through tablets and such uh, to the public. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately and probably predictably, 
the this did not go as well as they had planned, and they were you in the company's uh, own. Do- press release about this after they shut down certain portions of the service, said, we also know that some users have been monopolizing the link tablets and using them, quote, inappropriately. Um, so, Sherlyn, you think the company did the right thing by freezing some of these functions. Uh, your 20 seconds starts now. First of all, they're only freezing the tablet part of it, the browser part of it that has people gathering around these kiosks and basically causing a create great obstruction in uh, foot traffic. Also, um, Dana's going to say that like these are you, it's a very bad look for the city to shut down these because of um, perhaps homeless people using it for porn. Let's just be real. That's what inappropriate means. But that's not all it's being used for. Dana? Well, it is homeless people, and the, the um, this company doesn't get to decide really who their users are. And if the problem is porn, just block inappropriate sites the way planes do with in-flight Wi-Fi. And also, there are laws on the books preventing public lewd contact. So if um, public lewd acts, so if they're masturbating in front of the tablets, they'll get arrested. <laughs> All right, Sherlyn, your rebuttal. <sighs> My rebuttal is that. Porn isn't the biggest problem I see here. I see the tablets as being a huge distraction for or for street traffic, for past people who are walking on the street, whatever. It's like when it's already New York City is such a tourist hub that's got a lot of people sitting around with maps and whatnot and like st- blocking my way and I'm an angry New Yorker. I'm like, get the out of my way. And <laughs> these are just going to cause more... Obstruction, just get in the way. Oh, I'm so mad I can't even use words right now. <laughs> I mean, there's I'm nothing sorry. more in New York than seeing oh. someone masturbating in public. This is also true. <sighs> That's not true. I've never seen someone masturbating. Yeah, I haven't in either. In my whole life. Really? <laughs> no. not in, have you? Many times. In, where are you? I want to go there. I have no. seen at least three people <laughs> masturbating on a train and at least one person masturbating on a street. What corner. trains are you taking? <laughs> Oof. I've never seen that. I've no, seen never in my th- um, 32 years. Seen it on the N or R, I can't remember, and I want to say the F or J? <laughs> I think they see you and they want to feel better immediately, so they're like... Yeah. <gasps> sure, Lynn. Burn! But, okay, back to the topic. I'm sorry. Back to the topic. First of all, Link NYC isn't stopping the gigabit Wi-Fi thing that they're still offering. You can still look up these directions, have the maps function, look up your nearby attractions, and even use your phone on the Wi-Fi. So I know that that's kind of limiting the use of the free Wi-Fi to people who actually can afford to own these devices. But that's much more mobile. It doesn't have people gathering around one thing in the middle of the street. Um, you can find your way to a, a table or a bench and sit down and get out of the way before you use your phone to access that sweet, sweet Wi-Fi. Well, I think also uh, a point you kind of skipped over real quick, and I want to throw yeah. this to Dana, is they are turning off the browser function, but they're leaving a lot of the other services working. Um, so no, people can't sit down and watch Pornhub on the tablets anymore. But they can still call 911. They can still place free phone calls. They can still get directions on a map. So all of that stuff still works. That would help some people, I think, especially it would help people whose batteries died. That happens to me sometimes, or to tourists. But otherwise, if it's me on my commute in the city, I have a working phone. I don't need 
the service probably. Um, a lot of the people who might need the service, um, or especially the devices in the kiosk, are people who don't own devices and are otherwise struggling to find internet access. They might otherwise go to a library, and I think that is an acceptable choice. And no, they should not have an expectation of finding porn in the library or the kiosk either. But again, there I think there are solutions to um, public porn viewing other than shutting off a whole browser access for people who otherwise would struggle to get online like the rest of the world. I'm going to go ham here, but that's not the only reason they're shutting down the tablets, right? They're, they're, I mean, they didn't say outrightly that that's the only or main reason. There's a lot of other, you know, reasons this is causing a problem. Also, this is also a temporary um, uh, shutdown. They're going to probably bring it back up and possibly put in the filters you mentioned. It could. I, I still don't think that's a good idea. You're in New York City, for God's sake. The other like, problems, really, you think, are that people are just taking up too much physical space on the sidewalk? For me, sorry, that's like such a personal problem of mine. Like, I hate. Don't you get mad then at food trucks? I do. Yeah, I get mad at most. You don't like the the dirty water hot dog vendors either. I assume. I don't like most things on the street really, as long as it's a person and it's in my way. Then like that, I agree with you on. Thank you. The sidewalk should be home to fast walkers. Yes, there should be a fast lane. Can we just say there should be a fast lane? I agree on that. Thank you. See, keep right, or you're not right. And you thought we wouldn't get along today? Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm glad yeah. we can we can all agree that there should be lanes for foot traffic, including a fast lane. There should be like a real New Yorker lane and a tourist lane, basically. Yes. Um, and put the you can even put the kiosk in the tourist lane because yeah. that's probably who's using it. Yeah. Um, I am going to give this one to Dana. That was very it was very good. It's very close. I already like I've given up on this show. Can I just say? Can I just I've given up. Not even being condescending. I think Sherlyn made a valiant effort. She did. I was one. I think you make make a lot of good I stuck points. to my guns, guys. I think I think ultimately though um Dana's right that it's a bad look in their approach to it. And while maybe they will have these fixes and these you know, I I do think it's absurd by the way that there was no content filtering whatsoever yeah, from the beginning. Like, this is a thing that's on every plane in every public school. Like, you can filter. It, it, we have it at our jobs. There are certain websites you cannot visit yep. on your work computer. Um, like, it's a really easy thing to implement. If you go to Starbucks, there are sites that you can't visit on their Wi-Fi. Uh, so that that fact that that was not done is sort of strange to me. Did I tell you that on our plane ride together last week, I actually did try to read Playboy for the articles, and <laughs> sure. they wouldn't let me. Oh, really? Sidebar. That's, but yeah. Doesn't Playboy not do nude f- photos anymore? Isn't that like a thing? Didn't they change that? Of course, we wouldn't know, and of course, you would know. I don't know. I'm derailing things, but anyway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's true. I'm being told that that is true. We're being told by someone completely. So there's no reason for airlines to block Playboy anymore. Change that shit. Uh, Another solution is you just save that article to pocket and then download it. And it should be allowed in New York City Wi-Fi kiosks. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Dana won. I don't care anymore. (laughs) I really don't. All right. This is your last chance to score a You look really nice today, Sherlyn. Thanks. That's not a win either. (laughs) I look nice every day. (gasps) Wow. Unlike Terrence. Oh. I'm just going to (laughs) keep winning over you in life. I mean, most people do. I also, can I just point out, Dana just picked all the easy viewpoints on this. <laughs> She's going to win. Like, I'm let's be real. I'm cheating at Duck Hunt today. I'm You're, sorry. Yeah. It's okay. It's uh, What can I do? You're my this is this is This is your last opportunity to score a point. This right? is the and worst I'm, one. And I'm going to gonna, gonna say I don't envy you for having to make this argument. I'm, you guys, I'm being bullied to can death. We just make these unscored? Seriously? <laughs> don't like... <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing is the leaderboard is fun. and It's fun. Yeah, it's... I don't care. 
I don't care about being at the bottom of the leaderboard. It's fine. I'll find a fun way to. You're not at myself. the bottom. Well, I share the bottom with like Gorman or something, right? Yeah, you're you, Michael Gorman, our editor in chief. <laughs> I hope it stays that way. I also think it's fun, by the way, uh, and we do need to move on. Really yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. We're running out of time, but Michael Gorman is a lawyer and also and he, apparently uh, and can't the win at this, worst this at debating this game. That's why he switched jobs, <laughs> guys. Shh, I didn't say oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Gorman, don't listen to cut this out. Oh my God, I'm dead. Uh, Fired. Okay, let's so get on. Come on. Cut. <laughs> so the Samsung Note Seven keeps exploding. Yeah, that's a thing. Where were you? Um, they're doing a, a, a voluntary recall. But if you don't want to send your phone back in and get a replacement at some point, apparently, Samsung is issuing a software update that just caps the battery charge at 60%. Uh, Sherlyn, why is this an acceptable workaround to the problem of exploding batteries? It's acceptable because it's fast, it works, it's the best way to get it out to everyone really quickly, and it's for the people who want to hold on to their phones and not give it back in. Done! Suck your 20 seconds! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was well under 20 seconds and actually fairly compelling argument. Dana, your rebuttal? Okay, first of all, I'm going to give Sherlyn one and say it's a good Band-Aid solution. Maybe, I don't know. Devil's advocate. But you know what? Samsung should really just recall all the phones and bring them back, uh, return them um, with a full battery charge that is also safe. One of the things we liked best about the Note 7 was it had long battery life. We like it better if it were safe, like competing <laughs> phones. That's pretty good. I, I enjoy that you have to like watch me as I reach for the button and you slowly. I know. It's too much power for Terrence. Someone needs to change that. I hate you. All the power. Just stop it. Um. So I guess, Dana, let me ask you a quick question before we 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 go back to Sherlyn for a rebuttal, which is, you know, if you just want to have access to a phone. Like, should you be expected to be phoneless for however many days while you wait for a uh, replacement from Samsung? I'm not always a black and white thinker, but in this case, why is it being up to, why, if it, is it, it's, for me, it's either, is the phone safe or unsafe? Um, if it's unsafe, why is this decision being left up to users in any way? Why are, why is Samsung just not taking back the safe phones and replacing them with, um, equally feature-rich Note 7s that also have long battery life, but that won't blow up in anyone's face. I wonder if they just don't know which ones are safe yet. It's like, it seems random enough that it's hitting certain people and not other people, right? Or have they made a new batch that they know for sure is going to work? I think the fact that we're even asking these questions reflects badly on Samsung and also the authorities that should be handling Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a bet on them too, yes. Well, I mean, how how does Samsung forcefully recall every phone. I think that that, that's, ultimately for me, that's sort of the question here is, capping the battery charge at 60% might, is not a permanent great solution necessarily, but if you don't, you know, a lot of people, unlike us, don't have access to a bottomless well of review phones that they can pull up at a moment's notice should they shatter their phone. Is the argument, I'm really doing both my lines and Sherlyn's lines, but is this a good solution if only so that it, um, this software update, it's not optional. It would be automatic, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. So um, we can't, we don't even know if it's safe yet, but what if we begin with the premise that it is safe? Would that at least keep people in check who otherwise would have shrugged their shoulders at the recall and not turned in their phones? Yeah, that's basically it. That's maybe the one potentially 
good upside to it. But That's I don't. What I was going to say anyway. It's okay if you're saying my lines for me. <laughs> right. So I mean, can we agree <laughs> that um, basically Sherlyn would win if the question were, um, it's a good band aid solution and a good way to protect people from their worst selves. Mm. It's yeah. not a good enough solution as like, like long term as a consolation prize. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think. Ultimately, the question is, which of those questions are we asking? And I don't think Samsung is pretending that it's a permanent solution, are yeah, they? Yeah, it's not. It's not a permanent solution. It's it's a quick fix to an issue that's putting people's lives at risk. Yeah, this which is, is necessary. At least my ex, uh, understanding is basically this: is we know not everybody's going to return the phone. Yeah, some this people want to live dangerously. This will keep at least those people who, for whatever reason, refuse to send it back from harming themselves. It's mm-hmm. like the "don't be an asshole" automatic. Yeah. Software update. Yeah. 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 So Dana already made your decision for you, right? She was like, if that were the question she Sherlyn wanted. I, I totally yes. hand this one to yeah. Sherlyn. Yes, because it's not bad for me, honestly. Let's be real. No, no actually, no. I think that that was, once you started talking, I realized that it was actually a much easier debate than yeah. I thought it was going to be. Once you frame the, the question So I did properly. a good job? Yes. I did a good job? Oh, my God. Oh, okay. my God. I touched you. <laughs> you did. God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right, are we're you, done. Are I you done yet? Do you need you. some Purell? No, nah, no, nah, it's okay. I'll you go sure? Take a shower. <laughs> Napkins? Yeah, maybe. It's okay. I'm sweating, you guys. I'm so stressed out. Okay, let's... Let's let's move on. I lost today, but in the grand scheme of things, I won. Cause you, the, you got a point, at least. Yeah. And I think that does keep you above Michael Gorman. That's all I want to do. And, you know, <laughs> which does mean that unless he gets a shot to get on the podcast pretty soon and fix that... We don't um, want him back. We don't want him back. We're going to have to embarrass him somehow on stage at CES, and I'm super excited about oh it. Oh, my God. I'm so excited, too. Um, Can we make him shave? He might oh. do that on his own. I mean, I, he's shaved right now. I don't think he currently has a beard. I forget he's not you. Anyway, yeah. yeah. He's, not, he's not permanently bearded. So I think it's time to move on to our big topic of the week with group chat. Mm-hmm. And we had a special all Apple edition of the podcast last week. And while I hate to double down on that Appleness, uh, we did publish a whole lot of Apple reviews this week, and we have more coming. Mm-hmm. So it only makes sense. And then to- we'll be done for a little while. Yeah, hopefully. assuming new iPads and laptops don't come out, which they might. Which fingers they- crossed they don't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I figured it only makes sense to kind of revisit that for the week now that we've gotten our hands on the new iPhone, the Apple Watch, and all of this other fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of see, you know, check the lay of the land. Um, so I'm not going to lie. I have not played with the new iPhone. So I'm going to rely on you, Dana, to kind of uh, tell me a bit about it and walk me through. You haven't even. So um, <laughs> we have. We actually have samples in the office of both the new. I'm going to start easy for you. Okay. Of the new. Um, Assume I know nothing because I know nothing. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'll go easy on you. So we have units in the office of both the new shinyish glossy um, jet black finish and the new matte black. Mm. Um, the jet black has been a bit of a source of controversy just because although it's new, it's it picks up smudges very easily. Um, Apple's like, hey, you just wipe it off. Um, HP said the same thing about the Spectre 13. So that that is one thing I'm going to say. I haven't had a chance to play with them, as I said, but I did see that phone yeah. uh, in Except Chris scratches. hand. It looks pretty dinged up. Yeah, like after a day, it looked like he'd already owned that and phone for about two months. He's a guy who, um, he loves phones and therefore treats them, um, well, he tries. Yeah, he tries to keep them. But um, 
My thing too, it picks up smudges and scratches. I don't like that it's so 3GS-y. It's mm. iPhone 3G-ish in a way that isn't cute to me. I personally, do what you guys want. I would get the matte black if I were yep. in the market for an iPhone. Matte black definitely looked a lot better when I yeah. saw it. Yeah. I mean, it's got kind of like a rounded, super shiny, high polished back and everything, the jet black one, right? Yeah. So like it's, yeah. Plus I use a case anyway, always. So it doesn't do really matter to me. Hey, look. I use a case. Yeah. Yeah. The bonehead only, doesn't use a case. Exactly. Am I the only person who, like, literally never uses a case ever? Like Dana said, bonehead. Yeah. I mean, I've only ever broken one phone. Well, two phones. <laughs> Don't look but at me. one of those was on purpose. It doesn't count. <laughs> okay. I won't um, derail the conversation. Yeah. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So otherwise, physically, right? Yeah. It's an iPhone. Um, I mean, there's the whole headphone jack thing. Yep. So let's talk about that real quick. Because I'm sort of interested in this, and you know, we we had the Moto Z mm-hmm. didn't have a headphone jack either, and is there another phone that was also missing the headphone jack, or is those the only two? These right are now? the first two. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, presumably not the last. Yeah. Is it is it as much of a deal breaker as a lot of people fear? It wasn't for Chris, our reviewer, mm-hmm. and I've been reading some other reviews from other sites that we trust, and. It didn't seem to be for them either. I think it was a big enough of annoyance that it made the cons list on our review card and a lot of other people's review cards. But it did not stop us or other people from giving the iPhone pretty strong reviews. Especially since the adapter comes in the box and so do lightning headphones. Okay, that was going to be my question. Does the adapter come in the box? The whole idea that this is a scheme to make on Apple's part to make you spend more money is not necessarily true. You, you can listen to your music out of the box using either the headphones they provide or the ones you already own. Although, I recommend you don't use the headphones that come in the box. Yeah, my main my main concern with the lightning-based headphones is that you can't charge and listen to music at the same time, which some people do at my, at my work desk. I don't, but I don't know if you do. Yeah, I do that when I'm at work. Like, I want to have it charged and still listen to music when people are being loud. So, um, yeah. I have a question about that, because that's something that many people have also brought up to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, Davindra Hardware, one of our editors, also said the same thing, that like I want to be able to charge my phone while I'm listening to my music. Mm-hmm. And that seemed like a really bizarre use case to me. Like, aren't you sitting at a computer at that point then? But it's easier to pull up Spotify on my phone. It's easier to control the playback of my music just by doing this. And that's But you can do that on a desktop. Like that I works. Use my mouse. It would be an issue for me. The one time I think it would be an issue were if I were at an airport gate, trying to right. charge and top up my phone, but also kill time and listen to, listen to music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in a cab last night when I was at one percent battery, and I really wanted to have my music on as well, so I plugged in my headphones. So it does happen. Yeah, yeah. it does happen. Okay. Like a bunch. Fair enough. Ha! I've just I've just very rarely, and if ever, encountered that use case. I think we've already, I think I've already read about an adapter that yep. would allow you to do both. Yep. Um, yep. But it's never a good sign when a product comes out and another third party immediately releases an accessory to solve a problem you've created. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I have no huge problem with taking away the headphone jack. I'd rather use just the wireless, the AirPods, actually. And I know Velasco reviewed them already. Um, and I was reading his. I love the idea at first. Until I saw that the touch controls aren't as like fully functional as I had hoped for them to be. Um, he did not love those, right? He gave them a score, I believe, of seventy nine. Um, it was it, it was in the high seventies, the yeah. score that we gave, uh, which suggests that we wouldn't go so far as to say we don't recommend them. Yeah, seventy nine. Yeah, correct. really, what he's saying is hold off on this first generation, which is what we've said of, of other 
certain other first-generation Apple products, including the original Apple Watch, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, He thinks the concept has potential. I agree. I agree, too. And so many companies are working on it. Apple might not be the first to deliver a truly great set of wireless earbuds, but somebody is going to get it right, I believe. So... Um, I'm go. I'm going to seriously question our score on this right now on the podcast. What makes these worthy of this? Like, like here's the thing: is I get that you think they that Velasco thinks they have potential, um, in that they're wireless headphones and nobody's like truly wireless Bluetooth headphones and nobody's done that really well yet. Um, but I'm reading the cons here for our review, and it says the audio quality is mediocre. Uh, the design is not for everybody, and they're expensive. Like they're a hundred and sixty dollars. They are you, expensive. Like I can get headphone a pair of Bluetooth headphones that are much better audio quality, won't fall out of my ears the moment I like tilt my head to the side, and don't make it look like I've stuck Q-tips in my ears <laughs> for the same price, if not cheaper. So not for you then. Yeah. Well, it's, I, and they're obviously not for me. Yeah. Um, I guess my thing is I've just I'm not convinced by the the pro and I, I want I want somebody to sell me on this. I, want I think what you're haggling over ultimately is a handful of points. Um, I think even if we gave it a harsher score, it would have been in the 70s, maybe lower 70s. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm just looking at the the curve of Engadget scores and the way we. Um, I am. I am not currently staring at the the curve. Also, how often do we review headphones? Not very often, right? Sometimes. Well, I mean, so so there's been kind of a, an emergence of truly wireless earbuds, right? And in that space, it's it's new. So for Apple to kind of deliver something that is as finished as the AirPods, it's already kind of impressive. Um, they they are synced well. Some of the ones that exist in the market right now don't. They sometimes drop in and out with Bluetooth and stuff. These, you can at least expect them to work well with your iPhone. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that Apple will definitely have working. Well, I mean, I think the, the one of the, the selling points, I think, that is good is the integration with the yeah. iPhone and the iOS. Yo, when you open up the weird... Box? Yeah, the, the like... The dental carrying, floss looking box. Yeah. Uh, the little card pops up to tell you that the co- headphones are connected, what the charge is, all it's that. Fast, right? Like, that's really nice. Yeah. It's super impressive. Um, I, I mean, mean, I don't know if that integration is worth $160 to me. Right. And that's a con. That's for sure a con. But overall, you can't deny it. it's a good product that's worthy of a good score. We've also reviewed products that are just dumpster fires, <laughs> and they deserve lower scores than seven. And this right. Is a, I mean, we've, this we've, is not a dumpster fire, to be This clear. is not a dumpster it, fire. Not a dumpster fire. It's a little overpriced. It is. Um, the audio quality isn't bad. It's just not really much better than a standard set of right. ear pods that you could get maybe at the same time. And price. the design thing is, is kind of a knock, but also somewhat comes down to personal preference. And mm-hmm. I also think certain people can pull it off yeah, better than others. <laughs> I like them. I actually like them. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people were joking about how it looks like a cigarette butt sticking out of your ears. but I haven't heard a cigarette butt. I've heard a Q-tip. I've heard uh, an electric toothbrush. Oh, okay. An electric sure. toothbr- the electric toothbrush one is actually super convincing when you see it side by side. True. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't hate the design. I, I know that there are people who are, but I like the familiarity of it. It's basically like my earbuds right now, except without the wires, and that's very handy. I guess, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very skeptical of these things, obviously. Sure. Um, I think this, this is, to me, one of like the, the more obvious missteps, I think, that Apple has made in general. Okay. 
in recent years. Um, and I am admittedly also not the hugest Apple fanboy to begin with. Um, so I mean, I'm just I'm I'm looking for somebody to give me the hard sell here because I'm just not convinced by the. I middle. can't. I mean, the same way I couldn't quite give you the hard sell on the original Apple Watch, and that got a similar score. And I think mm-hmm. we had similar feelings where this has promised, but you wouldn't yep. necessarily want to spend your own money on the first generation. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Watch. I fully agree with Velasco. It's a it's a wait for the second gen thing, mm-hmm. yeah. or at least a new type of software update that makes it more useful. Right. But there's more exciting products, though. I'm more excited about the Apple Watch Series Two. Yes. Actually, so that's this, I want to hear yeah. about. Yeah, you got that. So I'm wearing it. Um, I happen to be wearing the 42 millimeter one. Normally, I would um, be wearing the 38 millimeter, mm-hmm. but um, so excuse the fact that it looks a little bit big on me. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. Um, if, if they're listening, they can't see it anyway. It otherwise so. <laughs> Just getting this out of the way, it it basically looks the same as the first generation. Yeah. Apple said it is 0.9 millimeters taller um, on both devices, but you'd, you'd have to really do a side-by-side comparison and then start looking at them. When I was at the Apple event last week yeah. and I had this whole table full of watches in front of me, it didn't immediately click that they were the dimensions had changed at all. Yeah. So you can wear the same bands as the last generation. Mm-hmm. Um, that So if, if for some reason you were already upgrading from the first generation to the second, mm-hmm. um, you could still use your bands. So, I mean, what really makes it different is um, the built-in GPS radio, which I'll be using on my running, my training runs this weekend. Yep. It's waterproof. Um, I don't have access to a pool, um, but V V has access to water, so he's going to go swimming with it this weekend with his new Series 2 watch. So that's all going to be incorporated into the review that we have coming out next week. And it runs watchOS um, 3, so it has this, mm. this dock here. Um, but, of course, the software, the watchOS 3 software update um, is also available to the original watch, which is now called the Series 1. Yeah. So... It comes out of the box, but I don't want to say that the software is one of the things that makes this special. Because you um, can get it on the other one, right? Yeah. Right. So, um, and there's a faster processor inside, mm-hmm. which is also going to ship um, starting tomorrow, Friday. Okay. Um, when this airs, I guess it'll be Friday. Yeah, but, today. Um, yeah. So, um, it'll, it's about to start shipping in the original watch, too. So... Um, oh, okay. So fewer and fewer differences from fewer the Fewer differences. Gen. This is available in a ceramic model that oh, got a lot of attention. Yeah. That replaces the gold edition as sort of Apple's Luxury. highest and most premium model. And we're not testing that yeah. today. How much is the uh, porcelain model, by the way? Or the ceramic model, sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. Whatever. I should know that offhand. It, it's um, it's more than 1000 but it's I think... It's like 1400 or something? Yeah, okay. it, it's not. It's lower than 1500 but more than 1000 So it's in yeah. like the... But not nearly as ridiculous as the solid No, it's not watch. a $17,000 no, okay. watch. That's um, that's good. That's a step in the right direction. Apple, I mean, seems... It's not that Apple doesn't want these devices to be stylish. And indeed, I think the selling point here is that it, it is a sports watch mm. that is more stylish than what I could get from Garmin, yeah. let's say, um, yeah. or other competing companies, maybe even Fitbit, right? Um, Definitely more than Fitbit. Ooh. And we're in the Fitbit Charge 2, guys. But that's a fitness tracker. That's not yeah. like, yeah. It's I not think Fitbit has its own smartwatch equivalent that is, I think, a less attractive product than what you have oh, on. Yeah. 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 Fit, um, Fitbit does not, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Fitbit products in general, but they're not really like super attractive. Right. They're not, so they're not stylish. That's not the Apple, Apple is stylish and they want to be stylish, but I think they've lowered their bar to the extent that they want to be a stylish fitness, fitness tracker and not a watch and not a Rolex right. yeah. competitor. Well, I mean, I think that's kind of interesting because 
you know, that's that's a lot of the software updates and all and the few hardware changes that there are with the Watch Series Two all seem to be like very fitness focused. Mm-hmm. They've kind of realized yeah. that the smartwatch. Mark. It's real home is fitness tracking. I mean, stuff. even with the original, the thing I liked best about it was always the activity app. It was really fun to complete my rings every day mm-hmm. and compete against myself. And I got annoyed if for some reason I forgot my watch or the watch ran out of battery and I didn't get credit for the walking and running I did. But I wouldn't use it for actual runs, at least not with while also wearing um, my Garmin because mm-hmm. the distance tracking was so off. And if the distance mm-hmm. tracking is off, so is my pace. And yep. I want to know these things and really accurate terms Do i you, mean sorry go ahead I, I i know a lot of people who aren't hardcore fitness enthusiasts that buy the apple watch as well and for those people and for me i'm not a fitness nerd but i'm a smartwatch like lover um i would want a more stylish option i would first of all want a not so square face um the band options are great i just wish they weren't as expensive there's that nylon one which does not look good to me um so i, I do wish that apple would kind of um, make more or take more chances with that. But they also, during the event, didn't they show how they've taken over most of these traditional watch brands as the second top-selling watch in the market, even compared to traditional brands now? They're like right under Rolex or something? I think so, yeah. yeah they so they're kind that. of going after the traditional watch audience as well if they're showing me stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would question there is... Apple may have very different goals in terms of how many units they're going to sell right. versus a more um, limited edition specialty kind of yeah. brand. I mean, these Apple Watches, for all we talk about them, are disposable goods. Apple's going to make and sell a lot, and people are going to replace yeah, them. All the time. And I think um, that's an important distinction is nobody yeah. goes out and buys a watch thinking to themselves, I'm going to have to trade in my Timex next year to get Oof, the new yeah. one. Like, right. That's not how the watch um, industry works. No, yeah. Right. If my my expensive Swiss watch, I will keep for life. Hopefully. I mean, so I'll keep my cheap American watch for life. Probably. <laughs> so we're basically <laughs> saying that units sold is kind of a weird measurement for them to be comparing against these traditional. Yes. I, I I just don't think it's it's. It's not an apt comparison. Fair. Yeah. I mean, I'm more interested in how Apple's watch sales compare, let's say, to Fossil, which also makes yep. smart watches cheap. The Q found well, and, and cheap watches that you wouldn't expect to own. Yep. Forever, you know. Um, True. But. Um, or, you know, you can compare specifically smartwatch sales to Samsung smartwatch sales. Yep. But I think that's the more apt thing. Yeah. I mean, here's the, my, I, I have a whole, a, a whole lot of problem with them directly comparing the sales mm-hmm. to watch sales. I mean, because even you're saying Fossil with their cheap disposable, but like a cheap disposable watch, as long as it's not like You'll coming still keep in, it longer. Yeah. yeah. It's, as long as it's not coming in a Happy Meal or <laughs> out of like a quarter machine at a deli or something. I like love those, yeah. You're going to be holding on to that for years. I've mm-hmm. had the same crappy Timex for at least five or six years yeah. now. I've had um, some other watch that I picked up at like the MoMA store for almost a decade. And like, mm-hmm. we're not talking like a really fancy high-end MoMA yeah. like thing. Like it's designed well, but it was... And also, watch. Apple's stats reflect its first and only year in yep. the watch industry. So yep. it's like... It's a new product, a new uh, space for somebody to be entering. Right. I mean, I think a better question is how how, and if will they maintain this momentum yeah. going I mean, forward. The fact that they're a, a kind of a yearly upgrade thing kind of brings to mind this question. Should you, since there's so little differences between the two series, should you be buying the old one since it's cheaper by $100? I, oh, I mean, especially... For people like you who don't consider themselves fitness nuts, yeah. um, I don't need my pace. And no. yeah, if you don't own a smartwatch already, I'd suggest most people buy the Series One, which again 
is getting upgraded with the same processor. Yeah. Has, will also have watch OS, OS 3, and yeah. it'll cost $100 less. I think that'll be important going into holiday season, too. What is it, 270 269 or 249 Yeah, not that 269 is already a little expensive for, yeah. let's say, a stocking stuffer. Yeah. But I think it's a more accessible gift for someone than a $369. For and sure. that and that puts it more in line with some of the Android Wear watches as well. Yep. They weren't competing at the lower end of that market. Yeah, I mean the the Android Wear watches start at one fifty. Yeah, yeah, and I mean keep in mind I mean, we're, those are not necessarily great products. Not great, but, but we're talking about a product that even though it's much improved. Um, our peers in the tech industry are saying it's still something you might want but not need, right? Yep. Yeah. So for something that's not a necessity, that no one is saying is a necessity, yeah, the price should be as aggressive as possible for yeah. Apple. Agreed. I mean, so my best friend bought the original Apple Watch, and I'm just thinking of whether I should recommend that she buy the new one or if she should go for the 269 one. Is there? Do you know if Apple plans to like offer some kind of rebate for people who already own the existing one? It doesn't make sense to just buy a new one to me. You know what I mean? They're not going to. Um, I, I don't. I haven't heard any anything about that. I'll I ask think, them. Um, Apple is is would probably prefer people focus on the software update and mm-hmm. the speed improvements and just experience improvements that would bring. Yeah, it doesn't. But yeah, it's not quite the same as what you're. Not at all the same as what you're suggesting. Yeah. It seems like you probably just hold on to just it. Just hold on to it. Yeah. Get that it's, like, it's like the every other year upgrade cycle for a phone. Sure. You should probably Especially do every other Especially again, since the they look too. the same, you don't get the status symbol of owning, a two- owning something that looks different. And Nobody's going to know. Yeah. You know, if you had, uh, on the flip side, if you had any complaints about the original's design, they're not going to be addressed here. Right. Unless your complaints were the GPS and... Water resistance. Water resistance, in which case you might upgrade or maybe you didn't purchase in the first place because you were yeah. upset Waiting about those. But even sales. then, you wouldn't buy the Series 1. You wouldn't buy the, you would you'd buy the more expensive. You'd be investing in a nearly $400 Apple And one. that makes sense for those people, yeah. I think. Still, though. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buy it. Neither yeah. am I, but yeah. I also don't don't understand smartwatches. I love smartwatches, but I'm, I'm I'm okay with my with my Timex. We didn't actually talk about the iPhone 7 Plus's dual camera. Did we, we did not, but do we uh, and we're going to have to revisit that because um, one of the most exciting features, know, the, the shallow depth of field, is coming through a software update yep. later this fall. So what? Yeah, that's all I'm waiting for, and what? they're making me wait. So I mean, we, we've ha- we've played with the camera to the yeah. extent we can, and, and Chris was impressed, and it's one of the re- one of the reasons he gave the the plus a slightly higher score than the seven. Right, but. We haven't tested it as much as we'd like or as much as, you know, um, yeah. we're going to have to revisit it and I probably update our review. I after. can't wait. Yeah, because that's the main feature that m- might make me buy the Plus if yeah. I even upgrade this year because I want that bouquet. That sweet bouquet. It's beautiful. It might make you look good. Nothing can make me that's look good. That's <laughs> true. Let's be real. I have a face made for radio, as they like to say. That only or podcasting. Love. I don't Mostly know. podcasting. True. Yeah. Radio is a dying form. That's why you hide it with all that hair, right? Yeah, it's okay. the. If I did not have this beard, I would look like a really jacked up 12 year old, basically. Okay, <laughs> sure. He thinks he's jacked up. Exactly, I know. <laughs> um, I think that's an excellent place to end this episode. Jacked up 12 year olds? <laughs> I'm sure. sorry. One day we'll end a podcast without somebody insulting you. <laughs> Nah, no. not gonna happen. No, I'm next week we're on your vac- on, on vacation, so we'll insult you yes. in your absence. Yeah, yes, please, we'll actually, insult you. Um, I'm perfectly okay with it. The entire next episode is just dedicated to hurling insults at me. We're it, not it, asking it, it, permission. We don't need your permission. By okay, way. I'm not. I'm not. I'm perfectly okay with the video. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> I'm a twelve year old. Like, let's be real. 
Um, also, there's a hair in my water, Steve. Just so you know, if this is water, not vodka, it's probably your sure hair. Sure, it is. It's not my hair. It's so short. It's like some other kind of hair. Mm-hmm. Your beard hair. Oh my god. Are anyway, we <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Are we? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. I'm not drinking this. All right. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank. And bye, everybody. Yeah. Thank, thanks for joining me today, Sherlyn. Yeah. Where can, where can the people find you on the internet? Nowhere. <laughs> Snowden. No, okay, fine. At Sherlyn Lowe. Oh, my God, okay. they're staring at me. <laughs> Dana, thank you as well. Where can the fine people find you on the internet? Uh, there, on the <laughs> internet. I am at Dana Wallman. That is my full name with no space at on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I am uh, at Terrence O'Brien. Lots of E's, no A's on Twitter. And you can also hit us up uh, at Engadget or at Engadget Podcast on Twitter. You can email us at podcast at Engadget.com. Or you can just scream into the wind. Uh, we'll but hear basically, ya. yeah. Basically, though, just send us feedback. Um, let us know what you, what you think. Send complaints, compliments. Um, yeah. Tell Sherlyn to stop being so mean to me all the time. Uh, and make sure to join us next week when I am not going to be here and somebody else will be sitting in this seat dealing with Sherlyn's rage and hatred. I might not be here. <laughs> um, please make sure to subscribe in uh, iTunes or whatever podcast app of choice. Rate us on there because ratings are good. They help us get more subscribers. Yeah. And um, I am not going to lie. I completely forgot to get a comment of the week this week. So uh, you're going to be left without one. You see why but, I hate him? <laughs> but still, I failed at my job. And um, that's on me. And the truth is, we don't like reading the comments. It's true. You shouldn't either. I, no one should. I don't like reading the comments, but I like reading the comment of the week. And hey, I still kind of enjoy reading your comments, no matter what they are. <laughs> uh, so thank you for watching and listening. And make sure to join us again next week. Bye. Bye-bye.